This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Level Up, the esports and gaming show with me, Nathan Bliss, esports and gaming writer at Reach PLC. In this week's episode, I was joined by Foot Content Creator Donk to discuss and review the latest FIFA 21 Ultimate Team promo, Future Stars. We discussed Future Stars, Team 1 and Team 2, look back on SBC's objectives, the players to miss out, and also look back on previous Future Stars promos. We also looked ahead to the potentially upcoming Foot Promo Winter Refresh, talking about icon moments and what to expect from the promo. And finally, we looked ahead to see what other Foot 21 promos we could have before the end of the season, including Shapeshifters, Foot Birthday, Team of the Season and much more. Joining me on Level Up this week is Foot Content Creator Donk, a friend of the podcast. You've been on a couple of times before, but you haven't been on in a while, so it'd be good to welcome you back on to talk all things foot and review the Future Stars promo. How are you doing, Donk? You okay? Yeah, I'm all good. Thank you, mate. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, very good. Very good. It's been a while since you've been on. What have you been up to? Well, where do we begin? It's been a quiet one, hasn't it? (laughs) I don't think I've been on since... um, all that November stuff happened with my old um, Twitter account, have I? So, no. Um, yeah, just rebuilding, refocusing, um, trying to branch out into new different things, improving my Instagram. I'm, I am looking to get onto TikTok, but not quite ready to put the, the extra step into that one. You just, yeah, I've got to figure out sort of where I'm going to go. But yes, it's been an interesting, interesting few months, to say the least. Cool. Well, at least it's been interesting, and you've you've got to rebrand and stuff as well. Uh, your your Twitter is now at Donk Trading, isn't it? On Twitter, what's your yeah, um, what's your Instagram at the moment? It's still Foot Donk, so cool. at Foot Donk. Um, yeah, like my Twitter used to be. Nice one. So, um, yeah, if anyone's not following you already, go and follow. There's some great content on there. So uh, everyone go and follow Foot Dunk for the the latest uh, in concepts and predictions and all that kind of stuff. And obviously the trading side as well, which I know you're really into. So let's talk about the Future Stars promo then. Um, obviously, we're coming to the end of that now. We're recording on Wednesday, so we're coming to the end of it. it probably ends on, on Friday of this week. What have you thought of the promo overall? I think it's it's been all right. Um, I do like some of the choices they made. Um, a lot of the packed players were good. I liked the idea of um, switching three first teamers and then putting them into team two, but changing their positions. Yeah, I thought that was quite a cool thing. We've had quite a few um, player pick opportunities as well with two different positions. A Curtis Jones one, obviously, I'm I'm absolutely you know. I'm happy with that one. That was <laughs> that was one of my favourite, and honestly, that centre mid card is unreal. Um, but overall, I think I, I think it's been good. I do think it's lacked a little bit, maybe just a couple more future star SBCs. We got El Shirari yesterday, which was which was good, but I think we were looking for more actual future stars than flashbacks per se in this promo. Yeah. But obviously, we've still got a few more days to go. Um, I would say the 
objectives were a little bit a little bit um disappointing as well i think they could have done maybe a bit better there but overall i'd say i'd say people are happy with it everyone loves the future stars concept don't they yeah, so it's a really popular one with the community, I think. And um, if anyone doesn't know what the promo is all about, um, EA described Future Stars as a curated list of the hottest breakthrough young prospects and what they could potentially be in foot if they lived up to the height. It's not about young established stars who are starters or have played regularly for major clubs or countries. So to be classed as a Future Star, you need to be 23 or younger and cannot have been released in past Future Stars campaigns. So... Basically, they take a look at some of the best young players in the world and give them incredibly uh, boosted attributes to to show them what they could be if they reach their potential. Basically, so I think that's what's so popular with the community because a lot of the a lot of the the kind of foot players and the people that get involved in the in the ultimate team. They keep an eye on real life football as well and some of the exciting youngsters that are going around football as well. So I think that kind of adds to the excitement, doesn't it? To get to get to play yeah. with these players as but being so powerful as well. Yeah, definitely. It's um yeah, I think the the whole concept of it is just so loved. It's yeah. just so it's so engaging with um because people love these rising stars, don't they? They just everyone loves to see a young talent, you know break through the team and everyone's everyone's got that favourite player obviously Liverpool Curtis Jones that was such a big thing for me personally because I'm a fan of them so it was just good to see I, I do think they've missed a few players but yes yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely one of if not even maybe the best promo of, of the year in terms of fan engagement I'd say yeah, and the card design helps as well, doesn't it? As well, the card design is one of the best yeah. in the, in the whole. Crazy, I know it doesn't make that much of a difference, but when you when you see like the design of the card, it just makes it just makes it a bit more special, doesn't it? And people pay for that that design, don't they? they oh, pay yeah. for the the Big dynamic man. images and stuff, and yes, yeah, it's, it's all part of it. So looking at Team One then, which was released a while ago now, we had players like Stephen Bergwijn, uh, Harvey Barnes, Giovanni Reiner, Eduardo Camavinga, Reese James. Sugino Dest, Andrew Lunin, and a few more as well. What did you make of that team? And was it, I mean, from my point of view, before you give your opinion, it seemed like it was a bit of like a a tease because it wasn't the best team, but it was like a a tease of this is what we could do. And then it made the hype a little bit bigger, I think, for Team 2. The fact that Team 1 was a little bit underwhelming, maybe. I don't know what you thought about it. I think think you're spot on there, to be honest. I don't think there was... Uh, they they had a few a few real good players in there, but it's just a uh, uh, the problem is they they almost used players that were not so much future stars. I would already class some of them as being kind of already up there, like Bergwijn and Harvey yeah. Barnes. But because over the over the years they've been maybe lesser players than that. But yeah, I. <laughs> It did feel like it was missing maybe like one or two like really marquee players almost. Yeah. Kind of felt um, quite average across across the board. Apart from a, a few surprising ones like that. Kavamavinga, Cav, Cav, is it? Kamavinga, yeah. Kamavinga. Yeah, that card is absolutely nuts. I don't know where that came from. 91, 91 just, overall, yeah. They just decided that he was going to be, you know, Hullet Gang. And, the, <laughs> and now he's, I think it's like two mil on PlayStation. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do feel like it was missing just maybe a 
a marquee player. Yeah, but I th- like I said, but I think that was done to try and build up the hype maybe for Team 2. I think that's the kind of EA kind of had that in their mind to do it and it was clever from them to, to put it out. Look, But as you said, like Camavinga and Rain are both 91, Bergwijn 89. So they were the highest rated ones in that one. And then you had Reese James, the right back, but they'd announced that he would have the CDM in Team 2. Yeah. Um, and then Rainer and, and, and also, who's the other one with the position change? Um, Diego Dallo as well. For the yeah. position change, so that was, was needed. That that position change. To be yeah. fair, we didn't really have a good, uh, that good of a right back in the Serie A. Well, so I feel like that's why the the left back was kind of it didn't really hold value very well because we already had uh, Tia Hernandez on the left on the yeah. left there. So what people would do was we use that Tia on the left and then use the opportunity of having Dalla on the right, which basically meant that the left back was almost kind of pointless. I, I feel like they should have done a centre de- defending mid Dalla and then a right mid, uh, right back, sorry, one. I feel like that would have given a bit more opportunities. But yeah, they, they definitely left um, some big ones for the team too, obviously with Fatty and uh, Saka there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just looking through the first week, actually, it was. I, I don't remember it being this underwhelming, but like looking back, it, it it feels a bit flat. Like you had, we had the first SBC, which is Bruno Guimaraes for Leon. Uh, yeah. Then we got the Rian Brewster SBC, which was overpriced, <laughs> from Awful. what I could tell. Yeah. Um, and then on the Monday, we got the Pedro Goncalves SBC, which again, I think, you, would you agree, a bit overpriced with with his attributes and things yes yeah, nothing that really takes your interest and therefore it doesn't really seem like content almost it's yeah. just yeah it was and, a bit underwhelming to be fair and i don't agree with the fact that we didn't get objectives in team one either i don't understand why we couldn't like it just didn't i yeah, know they, we got tonali but we didn't get any yeah. of the upgradable ver- ones you know what i mean yeah, they they EA specifically stated when Team One came out that the objective, the academy objective players, the ones that could be upgraded, that would start from week two. So yeah. in my head, I was thinking, oh, on, probably on Monday or Tuesday they'll release those so that you can build up to them before Team Two. But they decided to release them for Team Two, and then obviously we had the the next objective was the Moussa Dembele one on the Wednesday. Uh, and then the Friday, they just came in big, like you said, with Team 2. So we had the Curtis Jones SBC. We had the Future Stars Academy Reiner objectives, the Borussia Dortmund midfielder. And then mm-hmm. Team 2, um, I mean, just you had Ansu Fati, Bakayo Saka, Anthony. Um, there was Ruben Diaz, which I think was the big, the big one. Edmond Tupsaba from Bayer Leverkusen. I mean, like there was a couple in there. Um, Oscar for Sevilla. Diego Lanes for Betis. Um, Jonathan David, I think I've seen a few predictions. Florian New- Newhouse, I don't know how you pronounce his name, um, <laughs> for Borussia Mönchengladbach. And then Estupinan as well from Villarreal. Yeah, so a, I like, it was a surprises. good selection. Yeah, a few surprises. I thought they've mixed it up a bit. But what what did was team two? You thought, yeah, this is this is what we're expecting. Did it kind of hit hit it for you then? More like it, yeah. When I saw when I saw um, early on in the day some of the rumours that were going around of who's made team two, um, I usually take it with a pinch of salt. I don't particularly tend to believe them very often, but it was rumoured that Saka and and Fatty were making it, and that that alone was like, all right, okay. So if they're if they're real juiced up, this could be 
you know, team two could be what we were basically were waiting for. Yeah. And to to be fair, I, I think they've done a smashing job on team two. Um, the inclusion of the three position changes along with uh, an entire squad still. I like how they didn't just use three players as part of the team. So it was, they, they made it three extra players. So it didn't take away from anything either. I do like that. But um, yeah, definitely some higher tier players for sure. You see that in the value of some of them. Even that, really something that really surprises me is the price of that Anthony card. I just... He's 700k. I understand that yeah. he's that he's obviously height and but he's only four star skills, three star weak foot, only 82 shot, 86 passing. He's got 98 pace, 93 dribbling. I just don't. I, I, I think I'm missing something somewhere, but it's just, <laughs> it just doesn't seem right for me to that. It just seems very overpriced in my opinion. Cam seem to go for a lot more from what I've seen in previous. To, I don't know if it's something you've noticed, but I think cams seem to really hold their value, particularly when they're special cards. I don't know if it's, that's something that you've noticed. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It definitely does get, and he was, it's, it's essentially a position change as well. Because um, obviously he was right wing. But yeah. The only thing I can think is that people are still using that Robin as a right mid. And that yeah. will have some sort of play to it. Because I know that some yeah. people still do rock the uh, the the Holland and Netherlands League um, teams almost on that right side. But yeah, it was just... It still seems a bit overpriced it just because I'm just looking at the card and it's just it just seems a bit underwhelming for me. But I'm missing something clearly. Yeah, I mean, the, my favourite card of all of them is the Ansu Fati one. That is just incredible. 92 striker as well. Um, so there's a lot you can do lots with him. Cam put him in centre mid for a, like a formation change in game and 98 pace, 90 shooting, 88 passing, 93 dribbling, 76 physical. That is just. That's a monster of a card. And obviously Barcelona, Spanish, yeah. got so many different options. Um, I'm never going to be able to get it in my life because I haven't got that much money to spend on it. And um, I'm not going to be opening packs and stuff. Um, well, I opened all my packs. I didn't get anything. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's one card that I think if I if I come across that, then, yeah, I know I'm in for a tough game. Yeah, it's um, pretty cracked, I will say. It's, it's, the, it's the passing boost that really surprised me yeah I, I just wasn't I wasn't expecting that he really did get a, a big big upgrade and you don't really see that on strikers very often either they really did um obviously that's a position change as well it's usually actually left wing but yes yeah, it's, it's insane I remember that card came out um as sitting around about four, four to five million that's the, the, the very start and he was getting, yeah. Yeah. he was getting bought at those prices you know that the hype is is already there. If you boost up his physical, um, it's you literally could use him as as a as a really good CM just because of how good that that passing is. But I feel like with his um, high medium work rate, you could even use him as like a really really efficient cam because that, it feels like if you use him as as a lone striker up there on his own, he'll be really really wasted with that with that passing. Yeah, true. 
That's a good point. Uh, uh, what did you think of Saka? Because just looking at his card now, it's almost like more impressive, really, because he's got high passing, high shooting, high pace, high dribbling, and also very high defending physical. So he's he's really good in all areas. But I've seen mixed reviews on social media, people that have used him. I don't know if you've heard similar things about him. No, I've not. I've just, to be honest, I haven't really looked at many reviews for any of them because... Um, Obviously, I will be looking at all these cards all the time because I have to. Um, and he was extinct at 2 million. And I was like, all right, I could kind of see it. The problem is it's very hard to gauge prices with um, future stars because they're not stat natural, if you know what I mean by that. So a new promo card comes out is usually 90, 90% of it is stat-based, the price versus the card almost. Um, so you can kind of gauge where a card's going to settle or, what, or how much it'll be. With future stars, it's literally like 50% stats, 50% hype. Saka is unbelievably hyped because it extinct at 2 million and now he's, he's, he's capping at about 2.7 million, yeah. which is just absolutely insane. But the only reason why I think people might not like some of these future stars is because of the body types. Um They'll have probably very generic animations, um, if you if you know what I mean with them. Like Ronaldo, for example, has his own body type, like his own animations, and that's why he feels so good on 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 in the game. Yeah, um, it's possible Saka falls under that category. The same one of the uh, the Juve player in Team One, Kulusevski. Oh, so Kulazewski, this Juventus yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, mixed reviews on him as well. Very similar, actually, very similar stats yeah. from what I'm looking yeah. at. Um, just because his body type was so very generic, he just didn't feel very good on the ball, regardless yeah. of having these insane stats, which I think is good. I, I think it gives those standout players a, a really nice, unique feel. Like Ronaldo's um, flashback SBC that came out, unbelievable card regardless of it being stat deprived or from his normal gold and things like that it felt amazing just because it had the ronaldo body type it almost made him better than the stats said but yeah i feel like saka probably falls under that category somewhere but he's unbelievably hyped and there isn't a lot of competition on the right wing either while we're on that subject of like these cards being so powerful, if we just look at the Future Stars Academy Reiner card, the Borussia Dortmund midfielder, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but just looking at his card, uh, the 87 rated one that you can earn from using all the objectives and things, he has actually more in-game stats total than Socrates, these 91 icon card, the <laughs> prime uh, Socrates icon. Oh, yeah. So he has... Uh, Reiner has the ST card the 87 has 2,358 total in-game stats and Socrates has 2,327 so quite a bit more in terms of total stats which just shows you how how kind of hype these cards are in terms of how powerful they are in game yeah they definitely got they definitely got the boost I think this year more than ever that they've really really gone gone well they've, they've gone you know full ham on these some of these cards they're just ridiculous like the that french center mid it's just it's just crazy but it's they've been doing that a lot this year i feel like they're trying to up the power curve almost yeah a lot of um 
a lot of players have been getting very, very juicy upgrades. Obviously, we saw that with, um, we kind of first saw that with Freeze instead of having Footmus, the way they went about that and just, you know, absolutely boosted Mane's shooting to the moon. And it's been a lot higher than usual, which they've been doing it kind of progressively though. So, so team of the year was a little bit underwhelming, unfortunately, because of that reason. Yeah, I they didn't like they, boost them as much, did they? No, I feel like that's part of the progression that they didn't, um, they almost didn't want to make them the the best cards in the game for the whole game. They wanted to make them special, but progress them almost so that team of the season comes along and everyone's more hyped about these newer cards because they are now the best cards in the game because they will be. Team of the season will have 99 Ronaldo, 99 Messi, etc. That's when they'll come. Um, but it shows how good the future star boosts were because I believe most, if not all, of the team of the years are almost down in value since when they were all in packs. So some of them are actually being replaced by these future star cards, which <laughs> is crazy. It's just mad, isn't it? Really? Yeah. The next SBC we had was Todibo on Saturday, and we then we had the next academy player, which was Cucurella. Right, let's go back to Curtis Jones because I know you mentioned him. Before, he's above 80 in every single rating category. Insane. That's a crazy card, isn't it? Yeah, I actually made a pretty detailed review on the centre mid yesterday. Who I, I did take my time to figure out which one was technically better. Um, what I found was, it really depends where you're going to play him. Um, <laughs> because... He's really, his left mid, if you do his left mid card, the advantage you're going to get is that huge dribbling boost, which I do feel um, makes him feel better on the ball most. But he then lacks, obviously, the defending boost and all the other boosts around that. Um, I ended up going with the left, the, the, the centre mid, sorry, um, just because the left mid, you'd have to position change into more of a cam. Um, but the centre mid is just unbelievable. Um, you put a shadow on him, and I think he's something in the in the nineties as a as a as a box to box player. And it's just four star four stars combo with just insane links all around him. I just I was looking at the price around about uh, four hundred twenty thousand coins or something like that. He came into, and I, I think that's fair value for what you're getting. Yeah. It's just. It really surprised me how how actually how well they actually boosted that card for an SBC because we don't usually see those types of players. Um, uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was probably the biggest win of the promo for me so far. Yeah, the the only thing wrong with him, I think, in terms of getting him as a card, is the generic in-game face because he hasn't got an <laughs> yeah. accurate. Scats, he's got quite a generic. I think they've they've put a little bit of effort into it. It's not a totally generic face, but it it isn't. It doesn't look like Curtis Jones, does it? It's no. it's not as bad as the Greenwood one, but it it's it's not it's not as good um, as what you'd expect. But that's the only bad downside, I suppose, to that one. Yeah, it's a shame about that. There's a few players like that as well. That's the yeah. only downside to future stars. Is the in-game versions of them usually are generic and not. Yeah. Um, 
not in-game phases like they should be. But I, I think it's safe to say that Curtis Jones will have an in-game phase next year. Hopefully. I think, yeah, with, with the in-game phases, I think I've given them quite a lot of benefit of the doubt because obviously with COVID and stuff, I don't yeah. think yeah, I've been able yeah. to do their normal face scan updates and stuff for the next gen, which I think they were planning to do. So, um, yeah, we'll have to maybe wait till next year or have some kind of an update for, for updated faces. But... Um, yeah, like I mentioned before, we had the Tadebo one on Saturday and then we had a Cucurella objective on Sunday. Um, now being Wednesday, so we've only got really two more promo announcements, really. Um, we've got the Wednesday and Thursday. Um, do you think we'll see another objective or another kind of SBC to, to finish it off? Or do you think that's it for future stars? Um, I think there's there's one more thing to come. I think one more player anyway. I believe we'll get another party bag today um, or possibly tomorrow just because the last time we had a party bag, we had it for two days, two day expiry and then it came back once it expired. And I feel like just because the promo hasn't quite ended yet that we are probably due another party bag, SBC, as, as bad as they are. Um, <laughs> and, and the... Maybe another objective, just because we we got that second objective. It surprised me a little bit. So maybe we might get lucky and get a third objective player and maybe another... I do feel like we're due another um, Future Stars SBC player, like, like, a, like a Brewster style, just a single card, um, someone that missed out along those sort of lines. Yeah, I Over think, that, I think that's me right. being optimistic, but I think we are due it. Yeah, no, I think you're right with the the academy because I think correct me if I'm wrong, but I think last year there was three. I can I can remember Odegaard, Daniel James, and I'm sure Victor Osiman was one as yeah. well. Yeah, so right so yeah, th- there may be another one to come, and it'll be really interesting to see who they pick for that because there's a, they've got quite a lot of options. I would say in terms of who they can pick. Um, I feel like we are we are due a. Um, Smith Rowe from Arsenal. Oh, okay, interesting. I feel like that's that's on the. It just makes sense to me that Saka's in that team that they would bring a Smith Rowe SBC or maybe because he's a bit younger uh, academies even. Yeah, but yeah. I, I feel like that it's, it's such a big hyped player not to include him would be a bit odd. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. he, he's on the game as well. He's 69, 69 rated. He's already got eighty pays. He could be, be a really good player, to be fair, and the hype would be massive on that. Yeah. What? While we're on that subject, who are the biggest players you think that have missed out? You, you talk about Smith Rowe there, and I did a piece uh, before the Future Stars was released because EA added the Manchester United youngster Ahmad. They added Paris Saint Germain midfielder Xavi Simons, and they also added Jamal Musiala as well, the Bayern Munich English midfielder. They are, they're, they're on the database now, but they're not. They don't have any cards attached to their profile. You can go and go on concepts and search their name. You can see their profile on there. Um, yeah. So that's interesting. They were added and not used. But do you, could do you think of? Is there any other big name stars you think that missed out? Um, yeah, there's quite a few actually you could include. Uh, like Graven Birch from uh, yeah. Ajax. Uh, Jude Bellingham. Yeah. Surprised he's not come. Definitely. That was, that was my biggest surprise actually. I'm surprised he, yeah. he's not there. Uh, Pedri from Barcelona. Uh, you could even shout for someone like uh, Ferran Torres from yeah. Man City because yeah, he's definitely. still on seeing that, that age bracket. 
just looking through my predictions, I think I had um, Fabio Silva from Wolves in my predictions. Yeah. I had oh, Eberichi Eze from Crystal Palace, um, who's been brilliant this season. Um, I had Pedri. I had Florian Verts as well from Bayer Leverkusen. I think he's 17 and he's playing in the first team, a midfielder. I was very surprised he wasn't in there. Yeah. Um, just looking through, yeah, I had uh, Birch, uh, Tarek Lamptey as well for Brighton. Um, yeah, that would have been a lovely one. That is yeah. a cracking player. Brilliant right back. And then Wesley Fafana as well from Leicester. I've seen him get involved in a few of the uh oh, a few of the Twitter <laughs> He's replied to me a few times, hasn't he, about not getting a card and stuff. So I'm surprised that they haven't jumped on that really, because I think they that have got a quite a bit of um good reception on it. But there's a few players to miss out. Do you th- who do you think the biggest one is? Do you think Pedri, Barcelona, probably the biggest one? No, I feel like Pedri could be up there just because of that Barcelona status. Yeah, just looking at it, I, I, maybe Bellingham. I feel like that's yeah. got a lot of English hype around it as well. Yeah. They they did nail a few of them. They they've got a lot of the bigger names already in there, like your Dests and and things like that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it is surprising some of the some of the names that we haven't had. We've had almost names that you wouldn't expect to make it almost, rather than or just having the most obvious ones. But I would say so. I say Pedri is probably the biggest if not followed closely by Bellingham and even Smith-Rowe's up there, I, I would say yeah. as well. No, you're right, yeah. And I, I th- I've i got a funny feeling that we're going to see a uh, a Pedri objective over the that'd next few huge. days. Yeah, that would be massive. That would just finish the promo off with a bang, I think. I think that would, that would make yeah. it brilliant. If we um, get nothing now, it really will feel a bit down, a bit of a downer compared yeah. to um, previous years, just because I feel like we're kind of just hanging on for that last big thing or last couple yeah. things you know what I mean yeah so we had El Shuari didn't we the flashback uh, as well so hopefully that's not the last one I think that was a good one for me because sometimes sometimes they can it's quite easy to win back the community in a way by releasing those type of cards that they know the, the community like so you had the Robin one as well where people were, people really wanted them and it was kind of easy for them to do it and to get a bit of um positive out of it i suppose so hopefully we'll see one more hopefully pedri maybe maybe another one over the next few days yeah i if we don't get anything tonight i think it's it's fingers crossed for tomorrow because if we really don't get anything that's boosting the community i feel like everyone will um will probably see this promo as another just another promo unfortunately and not not what it's not what it's seen in previous years that's interesting so if we were to get another academy objective either tonight or on thursday what would you rate future stars out of 10 and as well if we if we don't get another player objective what would you rate it out of 10 then um see i don't uh, people tend to disregard promos pack cards and packs in promos just completely disregard that from the rating but I don't think that's fair because they're still available to you regardless if they do cost a lot of money they're still it's still content so I would say without if we get no SBCs from here on I'd probably go with an 8 just because there has been a few and that El Shirari flashback was really really good but um I feel like there's been enough power curve in the free cards that they've given you to warrant it being okay and the pack cards were pretty satisfying. But if they do something crazy like a Pedri objective and then maybe another SBC card or something like that and they're really, really good 
boosted and I feel like that you could even bring it to a nine. It might even make it a ten. It depending Ooh. on depending on what they bring. If they bring an objective and an SBC and they're both hitters, I genuinely believe that people will probably see this promo as a as a nine or even a, a pushing it to a ten. So forty eight hours decides the face of the <laughs> the future. Yeah, stars I, I, I really, do, I really do think it will as well. Just because I know what the community will be like if we don't get anything good from here on. Yeah, it, they just it's it's they're better off if they weren't going to give us any SBCs later on. They are better off not giving them on early and then giving us to later, because if you give them to us early and then just let it die out for the past few days, people almost kind of just they they are left not satisfied almost even though you could bring the same amount of content and just put it towards the end yeah it only... stays in the mind isn't it the, it the is, kind yeah. of last couple of yeah. days that's the thing that stays with people i think my my um my only concern is we are we are due a um a loading screen now yes if we get that today there's a good chance that that's basically ea saying future stars is over so we might not get anything good because they want you all now to focus on Friday, not content that might come out in the next few days. I'm kind of hoping that we don't get anything a loading screen today because I feel like that will increase the chances of some decent content. Yeah. Because that's what they tend to do. Once you see that loading screen for a new promo, you know, the current ones basically over in their eyes. Yeah. It was really interesting to me that when they launched the Future Stars promo on that Friday, they specifically said that the promo would run until February the 19th. So normally they don't give any kind of dates. They just Mm. say it's either a one week or a two week one, but they specifically said the 19th. So that gives me hope that we'll uh, we'll get some sort of SBC or at least one or the other. Um, you know, best case scenario, both, but um, at least one or the other, I would say. Um, let's hope. Let's hope, Pedri. That's what I'm hoping for anyway. So we'll see. Just wanted to record a little update for you. Obviously, we recorded the episode with Donk on Wednesday. And on Wednesday evening, EA Sports released Wesley Fafana, the Leicester City central defender, as the Academy Objectives player. That's as of Thursday morning. So um, it remains to be seen whether we'll get an SBC or objective on Thursday. But according to Donk's predictions, I'd, I'd say we're at a 9 out of 10 now with the Future Stars promo with Wesley Fafana getting the Academy Objectives player. Sorry for the interruption. I'll let you get back to listening to the rest of our podcast. Let's have a look at the um, refresh ourselves with then some of the old um, Future Stars teams and see where they are. So in, in FIFA 19, Trent did get one. Um, we had David Calabria of AC Milan. We had Akimi, Delict, Upper Meccano, Gomez, Eder Militao when he played for Porto. He had one in um, FIFA 19. Uh, Grimaldo, Mendy, Awar, Artur from Barcelona, De Jong, Bentoncourt, Undombele, Guendouzi, Havertz, Foden, Sancho, St. Maximan when he was at Nice, um, yeah, Alfonso Davies, Vinicius Jr., Justin Clover, Patrick Crotone from AC Milan, who he was at Wolves. I think he's somewhere else now. Luka Jovic, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I forgot about that. Dominic Calvert-Lewin was in uh, FIFA 19 Future Stars. Joel Linton and Raphael Liao as well. Uh, and then for FIFA 20, we had Emerson from Betis, Max Ahrens, Ozan Kabak, who's obviously now at Liverpool, Bubakar Kamara, Tamori, Luis Felipe, Kera, Lodi, Tierney, Tonali, Martinez, McKenney, Valverde, Palacios, 
Dominguez, Barilla, Tielemans, Zaniolo, Olmo, Mount, Icone, Odegaard, Rodrigo, Saar, Cubo, James, Martinelli, Hudson Adoy, Diaby, Harlan, Felix, Lautaro, Martinez, Greenwood, Ossiman, Keane, Dembele, and Donnell Marlin as well. We, we we look so fondly back on the previous future stars because quite a lot of those players are actually big stars now when yeah. you think about it, aren't they? Like, like your Greenwoods and things like that. You look at them as real marquee players. The problem is every year it goes by, unless they start reusing players, it is going to water down because yeah. you don't usually see massive batches of players year on year, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But, I'd say I'd say it's still been a decent a decent selection this year of what they could have picked. They've even actually missed a few out. Maybe they are saving it for next year. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> Maybe I think they're wise too because, like you said, if they just picked all the best, then yeah. next year they they might not have you know as as many good players to choose from. So yeah, but just looking back at like FIFA nineteen, like obviously Alfonso Davies, Sancho, Foden, Havertz, they've all gone to make massive moves yeah. and and been massive. But players like Joel Linton, Catrone, Luka Jovic, Guendouzi. Calabria, David Calabria, AC Milan, right back. I've not really heard anything about him since, because um, obviously they've got Dallo now, haven't they, and Hernandez. So very interesting. Some of the some of the inclusion of there, but um, yeah, it's one of my favourite promos of the whole foot season. I think, yeah, well, like we said earlier, I think one more SBC, one more objectivity would make it a real, real strong one for this year. Now we're coming to the end of Future Stars. There's been a lot of talk about a possible winter refresh promo coming, which is one of the more more content-heavy promos out there with a lot of stuff going on. Do you think with being Team of the Year, it was Team of the Year, and then Future Stars followed directly after Team of the Year. Do you think they'll do a three, a complete, like three in a row? Do you think they'll go for winter refresh this Friday? I think so, just because of what they've done this year already. It's pretty much been that, hasn't it? It's been promo after promo. I think we've had like two or three weeks maximum this year yeah, not in yeah. promo. Um, I we are that we are well, not hundred percent, but ninety nine point nine percent getting icon moments this Friday because yeah. um, they released all of those images which they did last year, and it came out on the Friday after. Um, they also said it would be released sort of mid to the end of um, February, and it's really if they release it next week, it really is squeezing it on all the second to last day. So I feel like the twenty, uh, the the nineteenth, sorry, is um, this upcoming Friday, which I feel like is icon moments, and they'll probably combine that with some sort of winter refresh promo or even like a one to watch too. I don't know how they how they feel about one to watches anymore. Yeah. Like in the winter, last year seemed to have just completely changed that idea. Mainly because it wasn't very good. There wasn't very many transfers and honestly, has there been that many this year as well? Cuz I've been really, even less. Probably been even yeah, less I, I I honestly don't I think they'll do away with that um that idea and do winter refresh again, just bring out boosted cards that are actually usable for the few players that have. And then you combine those two two things together and you've kind of got a promo-ish worth um, doing. Um, we're also due some Icon SBCs. I will yeah. speak about that. We're so excited to see those back. And we've had pretty much, well, we've had like nine or 
12 or something like that they've all been very underwhelming so yeah yeah i was gonna get your uh i was gonna get your thoughts on that but just back to winter refresh we, we if we look at the last couple of promos so in fifa 19 winter refresh of february 15th fifa 20 it was february 14th so it, i mean they're pushing it late aren't they if they're not going to do it this week then they're kind of pushing everything back a week really but i don't know if if you've noticed this but th- this year and the end of last year it felt like there was a lot more back-to-back promos like in previous i feel like in fifa 19 fifa 20 at the start there was a lot more promos that were spaced out Whereas yeah. I think over over the last kind of twelve months, we've seen these promos stacked up against each other. Um, so do do you think that just points even more to the fact we're going to get three in a row, possibly? Yeah, I, yeah. I think so. To be honest, mate, it's just the only time we'll ever have gaps is for massive promos that they're yeah. trying to really build the hype up on, like team of the year, so that you're not distracted by anything else, and you've got a good, you know, four to five days to really get hyped about this big new primary that's coming. But I honestly think that we'll see most of this year back to back to back because you already saw their intentions by how many promos we got early on with um, even changing some of the promos from Ultimate Scream. I've seen we've got Rule Breakers, I believe, instead. and Black Friday, Freeze, yeah. Headliners. Yeah, yeah we had, we've had like, Team of the Group stage, one to watch. That was one of the first ones as well. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if we get Winter Refresh this week, I mean, there's going to be so much content out there because I'm just looking at... Um, I did an article today for The Mirror just looking at what we can expect to see. And last year, we got um, we got icon moments. Um, like you said, that possibly come in on Friday. We also got the Winter Refresh team, which, like you said, um, just players basically made big moves and they've got bo- boosted attributes. So we had Christian Eriksen, who went to Inter, Ibrahimovic, who went to AC Milan, and then Bruno Fernandes, who went to United. They all got massive cards. Um, but then, other than that, you've also got in Foot Twenty the League SBC. Every League SBC was updated with a, with an addition of a new player to the player pick reward. There's a new League Objectives player updated with a newer upgraded version to work towards um, for the season's objectives. There was also the top 50 most improved player upgrades. So players like Daniel James, Jamie Vardy, Erling Haaland, James Madison, Adama Traore, Federico Valverde, they all got improved player cards and they replaced their first cards, if you like. So, for example, after the Winter Refresh promo, if you packed Adama Traore, you would get his updated improved player card rather than his original one. Yeah. Um, and then in addition to that, 100 players were added to Foot20, um, like for new players who, who like youngsters maybe and players who weren't at clubs. So last year we got Brandon Williams and Sue Fatty as well. Hopefully this will include Edinson Cavani this year who isn't, is still not in Ultimate Team, which is amazing, um, I think. But we'll see. So just looking at that, and we haven't even talked about Icon SBCs. So... If Winter Refresh does come on Friday, the content is going to be coming out of our ears, really. Um, I, d- I yeah. don't know what you make about all that all that stuff. Yeah, I think we're due that sort of stuff now. We've, you know, we're a past team of the year. It's a big gap between now and team of the season. They've got to do some engaging content and get us involved. Like all that sort of stuff last year was, was pretty decent to be fair it's a lot of stuff it just kept adding up and when when you get more than just one bit of content it's always nice because it's distracting and 
it's um yeah it's real good i i think i think we are due those those players being added as well um there's all signs of it like you mentioned earlier of those concept players being in there but not being in the game yeah they I should feel be like, surely yeah yeah i feel like that's 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 building up to it and cavani is really weird because it's almost like there's something that's happened with him personally with um with him and um and fifa possibly because um last year he had a card added uh an end of an era card okay with um psg Mm. um but it never got released but it was a real card i saw the card like it was it was it was there Um, it was never in game but they just in the code or something yeah they they just never they never came um uh, possibly because he left PSG, they didn't have the rights or something like that. But the weird thing is, when he moved to Manchester United, he just never got added in. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. That's it's an odd one for for Cavani. I can't really yeah. explain why he's not there. Such a massive player, like he's not low rated <laughs> or anything. No. It's just, yeah, it's very strange. But I mean, yeah, if we get our, um, winter refresh and icon moments and transfers and things like that I feel like that's good for the game we need um, like a big content bundle almost you'd describe it as um, but the the Icon SBCs um, hopefully what I'm thinking is that they've waited for uh, Icon moments to come out so that they can start doing more of the higher tier um, SBCs almost if you know what I mean rather than yeah. doing a load of the lower tier ones they can actually start to you know bring out some moment SBCs of those players and or even primes now because the moments are the are the top tier basically so I've just I'm hoping that that's what they waited for and we um, we're not going to get a pattern of what we had because it's been very disappointing considering the hype of um, of those coming back yeah, I mean, if I ask you which icon SBCs you want to see, you're going to say like Ronaldo, Pele, Maradona, aren't you? So, um, but like, just thinking, you know, if we only got three, if you were EA, which three would you choose? I think you can kick off with something, something like a Steven Gerrard moments SBC. Oh, that'd be interesting because he's not he's not meta meta in the game, but he's a decent player and fan favourite and I feel like that's something nice to ease into Obviously, we can't expect to get Cruyff or anything like that this early on I do think those types of players will come later more towards team of the season um, just because of the power curve that rises at that sort of time in the game that we are basically we should be allowed to be let free and play with prime icon Cruyff and things like that at that point in the game because obviously it's the only yearly cycle isn't it so yeah you know, if we, I, it's always made sense to me that yes, you can you can cap it and you can stop people from being able to use the best players early on. Fair enough, the game is a year, but once it gets to the last sort of like four, four to three months of the game, I, I'm a big believer in the fact that they should be allowing you to be able to use any player in the game because the game is going to be over very soon. And I feel like if you're really making a, a yearly cycle game, I'm not allowing people to use being able to get access to all the cards no matter how much they play it just seems a bit off for me it seems like something that you would do for a game that's not a yearly cycle almost that's how hard it is to get prime r9 moments almost yes yeah. it's, it's almost like the game isn't a yearly cycle and it's, it's just ongoing but it's not but i feel like like a gerard gerard moments um maybe a david beckham 
as well. That'd oh be, yeah, because he's be he featured one. prominently, hasn't he? Switching over from yeah. with um with Pro Evolution Soccer Konami, wasn't he? Before and then they signed a deal to get him in. So yeah, that might that might be a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a that'd be a decent couple couple starters, and yeah. then um, maybe a defender in there as well, like a just just trying to Bobby think in my Moore. Head. <laughs> yeah. Go for an all yes, we, we probably will get one really bad one to be fair so yeah. I don't think we can yeah. expect we can expect three good ones but I would, you, what, yeah I would hope for at least a prime a prime moments and then maybe a mid of like a of like a decent player like a mid um I don't know like a, uh, someone that's got a really good um prime and prime moments and not so much of a good mid we'll probably get a player like that basically yeah um, maybe even like a shabby. I thought like a shabby would be cool to to see, like a shabby mid or something like that. But um, yeah, I, I just hope that they start coming because it's it's been quite a bit of a letdown, I would say so far. Watch them drop Cruyff now. Yeah, well, <laughs> if they do that, I'll be eating my words. I guess yeah. <laughs> that really will. That really will surprise. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, let's see what happens. Obviously, we're recording on the Wednesday, so let's see what happens on the Friday. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll get some kind of hint. If it's not this Friday, they'll probably release some kind of loading screen for next Friday. But um, just to end, then we've had a lot of new promos over the last like twelve months as well. And looking ahead, we've got things like shape shifters. We've team of the season potentially do you think we're going to see a couple of other promos because we've had like they like rule breakers and things haven't we and freeze um there seems to be a change of the old guard in terms of what fans normally would expect do you think there'll be a few new promos for the end of the year i think so i think we're due maybe some look at the calendar so where we are obviously we get team of the year uh, team of the season sorry um usually like end of may isn't it or like yeah. beginning of june that sort of time may, yeah yeah depending on how the season where it is it's a bit different last year but um yeah i mean you see how many promos we could still have i mean we've got one two three four five, six, seven eight we could we could have up to maybe if they do two weeks we could probably still get maybe three or four brand new promos we haven't ever seen quite easily because we're we're kind of almost running out of promos that we have had, if you yeah. if you know yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah, we've we've already done, and they've already done a few concepts as well: rule breakers, changing positions, and things like that. Uh, we had shapeshifters last year, if you remember. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of that rule breakers concept already, isn't it? So it will be interesting to see what they do. I I I I believe that we are we are going to get at least three or four new new promos we haven't seen so far. Hundred percent. Yeah, last year, um, team of the season was released on April twenty fourth, but obviously that was because the season was cut short. Um, team so of the season so far, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, That's that was it. it. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, yeah, they did. And then uh, FIFA nineteen to go back to proper team of the season. That was May the tenth. Okay, uh, so quite early, man. So quite early, but and they. It was from May 10th to June 28th because Crazy, if you look it? at the teams that were released, you had yeah. like the the best of every league, basically. Premier League team of the season, La Liga team of the season, Bundesliga, Serie A, League Earned, Saudi, Super League, Liga Nos, Eredivisie, Chinese Super League, Major League Soccer, Latin America, rest of the world. And then we had the ultimate team of the season. So um, it's going to be a big, long promo, the team of the season. But um, like you said, we'll probably have a few more as well between between now and then so definitely, definitely. it's definitely not going to be a lack of content and with 
winter refresh by the time that finishes once we've had all that content let's see what ai throw at us and um yeah like you said obviously ultimate scream was one that fans were really popular it was really popular with fans over the last few years and they replaced that with freeze and no they didn't replace it with freeze did they replace it with freeze or did they rule uh, breakers, rule breakers. Wasn't it? Rule breakers yeah. yeah so let's see what they do they might just throw away with you know all the ones they've done previously like shapeshifters and go for completely new ones we'll have to we'll have to find out but um it'd be interesting to see either way yeah it will be yeah. Um, they did it last year actually with footies with summer heat yeah yeah they did yeah, yeah. what a promo that was Bring that back. <laughs> and then Foot Birthday as well. Um, I don't know when that was or is. Um, I've, I've lost track of Foot Birthday. Is that the end of the year? Is that the beginning? It's not at the end. It is it, uh, sometime in, I want to say, April, uh, end of March, April time-ish, maybe? Let me just have a quick look because I'm sure... Because uh, it came... The reason why it, it was for... Um, oh, March. It was March last year. End of March. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember because um, it came out in that sort of time for FIFA 09. Obviously, it's called Foot Birthday. Yeah. For, for that reason. So, yeah. so they, I remember it got released quite late in um, 2009 for Foot 09. That's yeah, a, so... A paid DLC, that was. That's a long time ago now. <laughs> yeah, it is a long time ago. <laughs> so Foot 20, um, we got like... Flashback Hulk. I don't know if you remember that with Foot Birthday and stuff. So, yeah. uh, Costas Manalas. Um, that was a crazy centre back card as well. And then Foot 19, we got like Nick Pope. Um, oh, God. The God. Yeah, that was that was a bit of a weird one, wasn't it? And then like back in the day, we got Rodrigo Moreno, centre back. Uh, I mean, not centre back, striker. So, but there's so many different cards to choose from and so many different promos that um yeah there won't be we won't be short of content from now until the end of june probably because if they go for a summit something similar to summer heat then you know who knows how long it will go on for but we'll see what happens but um really appreciate you coming on um and i really appreciate you spending all this time with me to discuss these promos but i, I could do it for a couple of hours to be honest but yeah my producer will kill say me that. <laughs> if, I, if I can just carry on talking. So uh, really appreciate your time. And um, yeah, just, just want to let people know uh, where they can find you if they don't already because you, you give some great concepts and stuff for the community. Um, so you can find me on Twitter now at, at Donk Trading. Um, uh, recently, obviously, I had to change that. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, which is where I'm mainly based at the moment, I'd say, which is at Foot Donk, my usual handle. Um, and also... Um, I'm, I am on TikTok. I have made a few few videos, but nothing major. But just keep an eye on that space. That's the same handle at, at Foot Donk. And then um, obviously all my more premium and trading things like that, um, you can check out my uh, Patreon, which is at Foot Donk as well. And my website as well, which is slowly launching, um, www.footdonk.com. But um, yeah, that's it But for me really. It's, um, it's been good to come back on and chat as i say every time we come on here i think we could just talk for hours about definitely yeah. problems <laughs> and what we like and what we don't like and things like that well that's the thing we didn't even touch on problems this this episode yeah. we just had to we just had to talk about the content the sheer content that we've got from it but um yeah pleasure as always um thanks again for for coming on and i wish you all the best for the rest of the season and um yeah if you don't already follow donk on his um numerous social platforms and website then go and follow him straight away and um thanks again thanks for coming on appreciate it cheers thank you cheers.
Thank you for listening to Level Up, the esports and gaming show. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and please leave us a rating and review. You can also follow us on Twitter at Level Up Pod, where you'll find all of our previous episodes and information about how to subscribe. We'll be back with a brand new episode very soon. 